Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a few others. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And I save the best part for last. It's totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
What's up? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? What's up, Jimmy? How's it going? Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. We ready. We ready. Ashley couldn't be with us tonight. Okay. She she's watching, but we got another guest, so she she introduced herself. You out? You, you waving? I don't have you on the screen yet. Give me a second. I'll tell you when to wave. Just a moment. But uh, we got Deidre. Deidre introduced herself to the. Uh, hey, Deidre. Can you guys hear me? We can hear you great. Hey, Deidre. We can see you and hear hey. you. All right, Deidre. Deidre is uh, filling in for. Uh, Ashley tonight. Me? Ashley had some other thing. Can you hear her? You can, I can't can you hear, hear you. Me? I can hear you great. Ooh. I can hear you just fine. Why though? I don't know. I can hear you, can you just hear fine. Can you hear can me you now? Hear, can you hear me, Deidre? Next. Go out and come back in. This camera. Deidre, go out and come back in. I'm going to okay. text her. So we can get all our technical difficulties out the way. Up front. Can you hear us yet, Deidre? Like, pull it out and come back in. Okay. I'm gonna text her. Maybe she'll see this. Hey, if you're in the chat, uh, do say hello. Let me know you're there. All right, she did go out and come back. Oh, she did go out. If you're in the chat, uh, go ahead. Ashley says she's uh watching, uh, but she can't. She's unable to participate because she had some other things going on tonight. So we're gonna go on in Jesus' name. Uh, hey, Jackie Jones. Jackie Jones, uh, how are you? Uh, anybody else that's in the chat, let me know you're there. Say hello. We we're going to continue this conversation tonight. Uh, it's Jimmy and myself. And because Ashley was unable to be a part and she is an integral part of our show every week, we wanted to go ahead and get another female perspective. So we asked Deidre Jones uh, to come on tonight and she is going to be a part. She was having technical difficulties a moment ago. Uh, so I think we're going to see if we got her for real this time. Deidre, can you hear us now? I can barely hear you, and I don't know why. Turn your volume up. Can you turn your volume up? Okay, okay the volume is up. Can you now hear, can hear us? It's very, very low. Let me see. Let me let me check my system volume. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so she went out again. So anyway, uh, we... we Jimmy and I uh, wanted to have a uh, get a female, make sure we had a female perspective on here in all things because we don't ever want the conversation to be one sided. Uh, uh, we don't ever want the conversation to be one sided. So I got a uh, Deidre Jones 
prayerfully, hopefully, if we can get these technical difficulties worked out, she'll be a part. And then I have someone else that'll be popping in a little bit later as well. But all of you all that are on right now, we're going to try this one more time. Now, Deidre. Yes. Yeah. I can hear you. Hi, guys. Okay. All right. So as we were saying, we were, uh, we, we asked Deidre to come in tonight because we wanted Deidre to come in and give us a female perspective in the conversation. We did not want it to be one-sided, uh, never want it to be one-sided. We always want to uh, try to, and let me, and let, hey, Shante, and let me say this here. Um, debate is good. Debate is sexy because, you know, people love to see black folk argue and then they can get on, they can talk about it. And, and then and usually when there's a fire, people will come and see if there's smoke, they'll come to investigate. Well, if they see smoke, they'll come to investigate to see if there's a fire. But I really don't want to debate. I really just want to discuss. I want to have some healthy conversations. At the end of the day, our goal is healthy relationships and healthy marriages, right? And so our goal here is to pr promote those by sharing. Mis our mis I know I share my mistakes. I know I'm, I'm probably too transparent sometimes, but I share my mistakes. Uh, I give a little advice based on my experience, but don't. But I do understand that when I, when I give advice, I understand it's optional. <laughs> I understand you don't have to take that advice. It's just something that I'm sharing based on my own personal experiences. And so I answer questions and I discuss issues relevant to our community. So we bring Jimmy in because Jimmy has a special call uh, on his life where he feels that um, part of his job is to operate as a spiritual midwife to help women uh, in their area of healing. And uh, he, uh, he has a good following in that regard. And Deidre came on last week with some real practical uh, uh, commentary uh, and gave me a real, real good perspective uh, uh, regarding an issue we were having at that time. And we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But Jimmy, how was your day, man? Everything was good. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. It's getting cold. It's my type of winter. You know, I like to dress up for the winter. But uh -huh. yeah, I had a beautiful day. Everything. I was blessed. What you have for dinner? I ate actually. I ate salmon and broccoli, and I had a salad. What? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm gonna eat healthy like you one of these days. Right? But what? You, what's up, D? How was your day today? Oh, it was good. It was good. Very productive. Um, you know, doing my my mommy duties, volleyball practice, and just some administrative duties that I you know don't you close, enjoy. You close, any, close, close to closing any properties. You know, not yet. Because people think that pre-approvals are loans. <laughs> but, but being a being a new agent, you know, it, it's kind of slow at first. Um, but oh uh, yeah, I'm in there. It's cool. I do love it. All right, cool. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. I see Jackie Jones is uh is uh, inviting a lot of people, and that's good. Y'all tag them, tag them. That's what Deidre, I think you invited her. But y'all listen, everybody that's in the chat, do me a favor, go ahead. And share this commentary, share yeah. this, share this thread, mm -hmm. and we're going to go ahead and get started. Last week, we started a conversation, and we called it a. Uh, uh, Ashley came up with the topic because she said all my topics was were horrible, horrible, or they suck. So she would, she didn't want to go <laughs> with my topic. So, so, so yeah. I let her. So I let her have that topic last week. I thought my topics were pretty good, but she said my topic sucks. So she didn't use those words, but. I'm yeah. Words, so, but anyway, this was this was what stemmed that. Um, I read this last week, a couple weeks on Facebook. A couple weeks ago on Facebook, that sounded like her. <laughs> she did say I suck, but uh, this is what she said. She said, "This is what I saw on Facebook, Jimmy. You remember I read this last week? 
You said right. lies, Ashley. Why are you on the show if you ain't in on the show? Never mind. Uh, fellows, this is what he said. This this is a cat. This is a dude talking to the rest of the dudes, right? And what he said was, fellas, these streets not playing fair. Go home. Be with your family or start one. Start taking trips with your boys. Take your children out of town. Give your woman the attention she deserves. Excuse me. Give your woman the attention and energy she deserves. The jails and graves have enough bodies. Go home. You don't owe nothing to these streets, but everybody you owe something to is at home. Praying you make it safe, go home. Now, when you hear that, Deidre, what does it sound like? This felt this gentleman who wrote this post. Where, where does it sound like he's at in his life, based on what he said? Do you need me to read it again? If you do, let me know. No, no, I don't. Um, what, what? If I had to, to guess, I would say that he's been in the streets. He's probably, probably has been one that. Um, probably, I'm speculating. That's all I want. Out there breaking hearts or had his heart broken. At this point, he probably had his heart broken. So now he's like, go home. <laughs> but. <laughs> But I think that he's just, um, I'm just tired, um, just tired of being out there in the streets. And, you know, what's out here now um, is it's really it's not a joke. It's mm -hmm. not a joke. It's, it's everybody is really for themselves. So I would I, I would say he's just a point that he's realized some things, um, probably based on what he's seen or some things he's done or some things that were done to him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Jimmy, what do you think? Where, where do you think this brother is in his in, in his pilgrimage through this relationship thing or this or navigating this thing called life well it's obvious he's um he's had his, he's had enough experiences with a lot of different women in the street to know that's nothing mm -hmm. you have nothing to gain by sleeping with a lot of women but a bunch of diseases and a bunch of soul ties with some toxic women mm. so what it sounds like is that he's come to the end of himself and he he's learned his lesson that you know, more men today spend more time with their boys than, than their best friend, which should be the woman. Mm -hmm. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And so uh, there's a, uh, and and it's a, it's all a reason they haven't been taught. Gotcha. Men, we're, we're, we're getting, we'll get into that part later on. Let, let's talk, let's talk about, let, let, yeah, let, let's just paint the picture of right. where he is. Cause there are those that are still coming in. Fellas, these streets not playing fair. That's what it's saying. Go home, start a family. Take your children out of town. Give your woman the attention she deserves. Jails and graves ain't playing. They they got enough bodies right now. And 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 I'm with y'all. It seems like he's reached his existential breaking point. He's pretty much gotten all of his play out of his system. Uh, the old saying used to be, he's probably felt, probably has sown his wild oats, so if the, if you will. And now he's ready ready to settle down and go home. Now this is what I'm thinking right here. I think. Too many of us make the mistake of not sowing our wild oats before we try to settle down or at least give the appearance or the structure. That's what I would rather say, the structure. In other words, we get into marriages too soon. We get into marriages prior or get into what we call uh, serious relationships and things like that or what should be serious relationships or what we call serious relationships. And we haven't gotten that play out of us. And because we haven't gotten that play out of us, 
what we end up doing is we end up picking up so many casualties along the way. We end up, as Jimmy just said a moment ago, we end up uh, connecting and making soul ties that we're not that we should not have been making. And we end up damaging women. We end up uh, overexposing ourselves. Uh, we end up uh, using ourselves up. And therefore, when we do end up getting with a spouse, there's nothing left to explore. <laughs> we've done it all. We've been there. We've done the, all that kind of stuff. Now, I asked a question today earlier on Facebook, and I promise y'all, it's so hard asking questions on Facebook. I promise you this. Because if you give a person a multiple choice question, I don't understand why you got to get an essay answered. I just don't understand why I get an essay when I'm giving. It's just a question. Hey, are we so afraid, Jimmy? <laughs> Are we so afraid of giving the wrong answers that we put this whole little fluffy thing together that, that, that's somewhere to answer in, that's somewhere within the context of that whole paragraph that only re require one or two numbers? <laughs> Are we afraid that we're going to get the wrong answer so we feel like we got to put some... This is the question I asked. I asked the question. I said, at what age? And, I'm, and this is speculation. It's no right or wrong answer. At what's a good age to start considering settling down or getting married? And I know it can be two different ages. A woman can be one age, a man can be another another age. But asking you, Deidre, and please, and y'all in the and y'all in the chat. Like I said, please share this right quick. Please, everybody share this stream if you would. But y'all, women, women and men in the chat, drop an age and drop drop a female age and a male age. What's a good age range for people to start considering? I know we gotta wait until they're mature. I know when they're ready. All that. Those are the blanket answers. But I'm asking an age. What do you think a good age is, Deidre? to uh, consider starting to settle down and getting married. Thank you, Tamron. Okay, I'm trying not to give an essay, okay? Please. So I, to me, that, that, that question is, it's not one to just answer, but okay, if I just got to shoot a number out there Do since it. you want to kind of build up to probably where I'm, I would go. <laughs> I would say <laughs> no, no, no. That wasn't for you. That's somebody in the audience. I mean, that's somebody in the in the chat. She know she knows what I'm talking about. Go ahead. <laughs> I I would say um, I would say 30s. That's 30s? me. Okay. That's me. I mean, I didn't even have you know. You ain't the only one. Somebody else is saying that too. That's cool. That's a good answer. Go ahead. That's fine. I would I would say 30s. Like you know, I had my first baby. You know, my only baby at 37. You know. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I, I but I, just real quick, I would just say you just really need to to kind of experience life a little bit. And also, on the other hand, there are people that get married in their 20s, but they have that foundation um, to where they understand how to be in a relationship. I guess. You know, so I think that either, you know, you kind of wait. If you don't know how to be in a relationship, you need to acknowledge that you don't and that you need the tools uh, to learn how to be a, a good partner to someone, to to share a life with someone, to to you have to know how to, um, or at least try to to know how to get along. The basic skills of getting along with people, you know, because you got to get along with your your spouse. All these inner traumas and all of these things you have going on, it's like you you have to be mature enough to understand that you have these things, and um, you know, and, and that you need to work on those things before you bring that trauma into someone else's life. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure you're not just going to another person because you're hurt. 
you know, then you bring up another person into your situation. So there's a lot of variables, is what I'm saying. Of course, of course, and 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 and, and we and we're going to discuss the variables. That's yeah. why I just want the little blanket answer to get started. You know, I, I like to have foundations, and then I be ain't nobody ever built. Let me ask something. You know, something when they built the Empire State Building, they didn't start with like building sixty six. They went way deep first and made a basement. You know what I'm saying? And then they put a foundation again. Then they built every floor. So when I ask this question, it's not necessarily, like I said, to get a textbook answer. It's really just yeah. a fine ground. You know, because everything y'all are saying, you're right. You say if we mature to a certain place, but we usually get mature as we get older. So mm -hmm. you speculate. When do, Jimmy, okay, you, you, I know, please. If you thought age range, what just an age range, and then kind of give some commentary why you say that. I think as far as men men go, I would think it would be it should be, I'm gonna say around his 32 to 35. That's okay. when men actually come into knowing who we are and and make a get ready to make a decision. Because in our 20s, we're really not we trying to count we're trying to count bodies. Yeah. Okay. We're not trying to count. Yes, that's why we trying to count. When we in, when I was in my 20s, I was counting bodies. I wasn't studying no bride. I was counting bodies. <laughs> so. With the male, and most men develop at a later stage than women. Women, on the other hand, they need to be trying to, it needs to be, he need to be trying to get her when she's around her, in her tw early 20s, while she's in college, Brandy. instead of her living her best, trying to live her best life. And, and when it hit that wall when it's time, she ought to be looking for a while, trying to balance getting a degree and trying to find her soulmate at the same time. a lot, of, And we don't have, that's not a lot going on. It's either one or the other. I'm trying to get my education and then I'll wait. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I, I think it's men, men should be in their 30s. Women should be in their early 20s, you know, to mid 20s. They should be trying to get ready to make a decision because if you're trying to have kids, that's a whole nother level. Exactly. Now, and, that, that, and I'm glad you said that because when I put the question out there, uh, other than the essays I got, and I'm doing this on purpose, I promise y'all I'm saying this, because I because I know somebody uh, bothered me, but just mess with me a minute ago. Too, uh, but uh, listen, I saw some people say in their 50s. Some people say in their late 40s. And I started to think, what would the ramifications be like if people started waiting until their 50s to get married? You know what I'm saying? Because now, if you wait till your 50s, then you got more high risk pregnancies, especially if it's women in their 50s. You know what I'm saying? And then I mean, other uh, physiological things uh, will have uh, effects will have taken place as well. So I, I thought I, I thought that was kind of strange to hear people say in their 50s. Now, I understand I understand it from the level of maturity, because you are more mature than you are more grounded. You are more uh, you, you should be, should I say more financially secure, all of those types of things. So that, and those things should come into factor. Now I'm going to agree Now, Well, I'm agree with Jimmy, but I'm, I'm going to share Jawanza Kanjufu's, uh, his model was, and I think I might've shared this last week. Jawanza Kanjufu is a black child psychologist. Uh, I think he's in Chicago, but he said that we should get married at around the age of 28. He said, we should wait two years before having a child. Then he said you should have two children and that they should be four years apart. So that way you don't ever have two children, I guess, in school at the same time, you know, in college at the same time, all of those types of things. And at 28, typically you graduated from college at 21. If you went on to do graduate studies, you might have graduated by 23, 24. So hopefully by 25, you're in your career. Uh, you meet your loved one. Now, I read another article last week that said women usually mature uh, around the age of, as Jimmy just said, about 25. That's about the age that women mature. 
men usually don't mature until the age of around 32. Right. So if men mature at 32 and women mature at the uh, peak and mature around 25, let me ask this question. Does that lend to the high number of relationships where there's an older man with an older woman? Because I'm, I'm starting to see that a lot now. I'm starting to see a lot of cats in their late 40s, early 40s. Dr. Flight was on a couple of weeks ago. He's 47. His wife is in her early 30s. A uh, friend of mine that I, I was going to come on tonight, uh, he's in his, um, I think, 49. He just uh, got engaged to a girl that's 33. Is that starting to lend to that? Is that why younger women are attracted to older men? And is that why older men have kind of gotten the play out of their system, maybe messed up the first time, so they're going to go and fix it and get it right the second time? What do you think, Jimmy? You, I'm going to put that one on you. Do, you. do you see that trend starting to happen? Who, me? Yeah, do you starting to see that trend no, starting even, to happen? Oh, no, older men always have, like, younger women. I got you. That's all. That's all. That's going to always, especially high-value men, they're going to always, they gonna always uh, go for the, the woman that's fit, feminine, friendly, and fine. And a lot of times that's, you know, I'm not saying that's, you know, older women are not. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is the norm, no, the norm has been most men date down because as we get older, we get wiser. Down in age. Down in age. Okay. Because I, it, it seems like, and I, I'm not sure, I, I haven't done enough research to know if, if, if it's more people who get married with older men, younger women, or people get married around a similar age with the same age. Like you go to college, go to high school together. Nicholas said, if you don't go to college, according, uh, if you, even if you don't go to college, sometimes you might mature a little faster. I don't know if that those age ranges, I don't think those variables change as far as level of maturity versus 20, the 25s and 32s and all that kind of stuff. DJ, do you, what do you think? Do you see a lot of older men with younger women? And why do you think that is uh, from your perspective? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, um, as Jimmy said, it is, you know, there are a lot of older, older men with younger women in terms of the, you know, um, maybe they want to have more kids. Um, and then um, they are more trainable too, you know, in terms of, you know, what, what the man wants. Some, some older men take a pleasure in grooming a woman, you know, um, or girl or young woman um, to what they need and what they want them to be. Um, yeah. They could probably have these father issues or, or not, or they may, you know, uh, look up to their father. So they're looking, you know, to have a man that's like their father or a father figure. But I, a lot of times I think it's a, it's a matter of sometimes this is what I've experienced. Okay. This is what I've seen. Uh -huh. These men, a lot of times they're immature themselves. And um, these and the women do mature faster. So, um, yeah, you know, it works. It works much more, much better for men than it does for women. Um, for women, for women, for, for, for men to be with younger women, you're saying? Yes. For okay. men to be with younger because women. Are you looking at are you looking in the comments right now? And, and women understand I'm not saying that women, that younger men don't go after older women. I'm not. I'm not saying that. So I'm not. Like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to debate that aspect of it. The the, pre the premise for that is the premise for that is that we were just talking about women maturing faster than men, and so if a woman matures faster than a man, 
then we're saying I'm saying on average she might not want um someone she needs someone a little bit older than her to for well, whatever Jim, reason to, uh, to satisfy what help me out Jimmy well well in this in the last few few years older women are are going after younger men now that's what I was gonna ask. Is it is it more younger women going younger men going after? And I don't there's no science on this lady, so don't come after me, please. I I'm think saying, is it more younger men going going after older women? Is it more older women going after younger men? Because, listen to this because there are more women than men, there are more women going after younger men. Gotcha. Okay. Because there are more women, there are two more, there are two million more women than men. With that being said, it's been a trend lately because. You got to remember a lot of a lot of women are claiming the new the the new fifty the uh the new fifty yes, is the, the new twenty. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't turn, turn your volume down. Turn your volume down. It's not me. Is it me? You, now I can barely hear you. I don't know what happened. What happened? But but uh, when when I leave you on, your music in the background is, is giving us is giving us uh, some feedback. Say it again. Is it better? Yeah, that's much better. Yeah, we got we got you better now. Okay, right. let me uh, let, let's read let's read what Jackie Jones just said. Uh, let's read what Jackie Jones just said. She said they want to take care of us, but we still want an alpha male. They done slept with all these women with so many miles on them, and then been married three or four times. Then come to a young woman with woman and expect us to stay with with them for a lifetime and we haven't been married or had no fun yet they want to rob us us. they want to rob us for our youth yeah that, okay that's, that, i can see that i can i can see that happening a lot you want to address that jimmy yeah well basically what uh, uh basically what i'm saying she's saying they want to take care of us but we still want a uh, alpha male they don't slept with all these women with so many miles on them and then been uh remarried but see we can we can we can say that's both sides you know we ain't got to get into who's sleeping with how many you know that's 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 neither here nor there uh mm -hmm. because the 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 numbers sit indicate that women sleep jet uh sleep around just as many men in the in the ratios of 28 to 24 percent so with that being said i'm just saying that there's a new trend with a lot of older women going after younger men because there are a lot of desperate older women and they are, and they're going after a lot of younger men today. Not all, not all, but there there's a trend going on where a lot of older women are going after younger men. Just like it's always been our trend to date uh, down. That it's nothing for the younger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all, well, yes, what I'm saying, well, date down, date younger, whatever you want to call it. But I'm just well, saying, you know, no, I'm just saying the way you said date down last week was a whole different context. So I want to okay. make sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, well, well, well date younger, yeah. date younger, but that's normal for us. But yeah. with this new trend going on, it's a lot. Like I said, it's a lot of more black women that are going outside of their comfort zone and entertaining younger men, especially black, black, young, younger black men. A lot of older women are entertaining a lot of younger black men now. Gotcha. Deidre, you, your eyes, your eyebrows raised a couple of times while he was talking. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Um, I will say this. Um, my personal experience is that I attract a lot of younger guys. Mm -hmm. And um and, and I found quite a few that they're they're a lot of times more together than the older guys. It's just a new age, you know. Um, 
have I found one that I would want to make a life with, you know, in terms of maturity and those things? Mm, well, no, no, because women are wired differently. We are, we are, we are more mature. We're more nurturing and we, we have more of a mothering instinct. And um, so I, I, I'm just very careful about not having to, um, to deal with the immaturity of a man because I don't have any sons. And so I don't want to date a man that's, you know, it's going to be like, it's going to be like a son issue in terms of me being something maybe his mother wasn't or something like that. So I'm very careful about that. doesn't mean he doesn't have his stuff together. It just means that, you know, I, I have a discerning spirit in, in those areas. But these younger guys are wanting older women too. Older women that are looking good, they're taking care of themselves no doubt. And, and all of that. So, you know, um, not just any older woman, but, you know, there, there are... There, they are out there and they are looking and they are not scared. Let me ask you this, because uh, you said something and then uh, and then Nikki uh, Sebastian uh, agreed with you in the, uh, mm -hmm. in the comments. You said these younger cats and these younger guys that you're meeting, that they uh, they have it together uh, more so than the older guys. When you say the have it together, guys, yes. quantify that statement for me, if you don't mind. What, what, what do you I, mean? I mean? I mean, they tend to be... Um, Educated, they are um, financially and technologically savvy, um, and they they have a plan and direction, you know, and um, and I'm impressed uh, with that. They just have more focus, more, you know, those things. Um, so that's what I mean. So I say that, they, and now give me just the, um, you know, just piggyback of what off of what you said. Um, now that I, I'm loving the the revolution in terms of women now um, being with younger men, because mm -hmm. it's like, um, you know, if, our, if, if older men are, are going after younger women, you know, and then there's these a lot. I have, uh, know a lot of older women that are successful, beautiful, fit, you know, and all of these things. But older men don't want to be with them. They want something younger. So that taps into their vanity, right? Absolutely. It taps into their, it's about their self-worth. And, and then it's about their mindset. It's about a controlling mindset too, a lot of times, because you want to teach that girl. You, you want to be the male figure. And a lot of times these old mature women, they have their stuff together. They don't need um, to be molded and mentored. So, so, you know, and all of this stuff. So I think it's also an ego uh, thing hold too. Hold on. I applaud women that are Hold on, Jimmy. Hold on, Jimmy. Uh, DJ, let me ask this. Let me ask this question because I'm listening. I'm listening to what you're saying, but I'm also kind of listening through what you're saying. Uh, okay. uh, when you say, and then I'm looking at uh, what Nikki's saying here in the comment as well. When you say they're more, she said they're more direct. Would you say uh, that? He, would you, let me let me ask you this question here. Would you say that the younger men are more emotionally available? Oh no! Okay, I'm just, I'm just asking. No, I'm asking. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie. I know a lot of these little boys, but a lot of these little young cats are like super, super emotional. I mean, they, no, they, they, no. they're very, very emotional, and a lot of the things that you're saying that they're doing for you, it seems like they're emotional. I mean, that's just my opinion, and I know I have a messed up opinion on a whole lot of stuff. I, I get it. Mine are mine are super skewed. Hey, listen, real, real quick. 17 people are in the chat right now. Eight have reacted already. If all 17 of you all would do me a favor and share this video right quick, we can get these numbers up and we can continue the conversation. So it has nothing to do with emotions. No, um, okay. I, no, I don't even think they're even aware of the emotions. All they do, they see a woman that they like, you know, and they like. 
And, you know, they'll get in their feelings about it, not without the realization that they're young, they want to have kids. You know, we don't want to have them. You know what I mean? And, you know, that kind of stuff. They're not realizing any of that. They just see a woman that they like and they can talk to. You know, I've had one tell me, you know, you actually smell good. Like, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, you, you, every, just the femininity, just things that they're not getting in a, you know, in the younger, a younger woman. You know, I'm not saying younger women don't smell good. I'm just saying that there's just a whole different essence of who that person is. But with that comes, all those things that come with the older woman is also maturity, it's also uh, a knowledge and and um, the, the, the discernment to know that they're not ready for us per se, but you know, to hang out and have a good time for a little bit, I think that's a great boost to, to an older woman's ego. Um, and, and younger guys know how to have fun and they're stress-free. It's just no stress, there's no- It's you know, sad, but this seems so, and Jim, go ahead. I want Jimmy. Go. I, I, let me say this. But this conversation seems so oxymoronic, though. Mm -hmm. Well, it seems well, so oxymoronic because you're just saying that young men are immature, and the girl women I, mature faster but, than men. But but, but, but see, that's, there's a difference. There's a difference, James. We're okay. We're talking. So you're talking about maturity, and then what she's talking about is an experience. We're talking about two different things. A lot of young men just want to have a good time. Mm -hmm. Okay, and I'm, I'm going to say this. I've dated a lot of older women, especially when I was younger. No, let me tell you why young, younger men like older women. We don't have to deal with the drama. The older women don't bring no pressure about when you're coming, what you're doing. You don't have to worry about all that toxic drama that you have to encounter with these younger, wild, crazy, some of these women. So a lot of younger men love that older woman because she she it's no strings attached. Yes. He can go over there. He can go over there whenever she he has time. She gonna oh. fix him something to eat. He can, <laughs> he can knock her socks off whenever he get ready. She not tripping. Long as she long as he situate her, that's what it is. You better knock so, socks off. If you don't knock your socks what, off, man, get back what, over there. This what's going on really on the on the cool with these older women because. They, you know, they they want to be married. They pass the age, but they still want to be married. But in the mean and in the in between, they gonna get they gonna get it on. I promise you that. <laughs> Jimmy, yeah, this is Jimmy Hinton for y'all. Okay. For those y'all that don't know, this is Jimmy Hinton. Okay. That's just Jimmy Hinton. And I'm talking I'm talking out of experience. I, ain't I know you are. Believe I me, I know you are. That's, that we all are. We are. We are. I know you are. I, I and that's what that's what's throwing me off right now, because the conversation started. With men mature at 25, 32, women mm. mature at twenty five. Mm. Then I say, okay, well maybe because the man, the, because the man matured later, then he's forties and he wants somebody in their thirty because she's already matured. Now the women, then the women say, well, women, oh, women, oh, 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 young men want old women too, but he's young, he's immature. She want a good time too. <laughs> but so that means his hold on, is that mean his back strong? No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not gonna say that. What's your I saw your hand up. Come on, Deidre. I, okay, so let's get back to since you said that about the younger men, and I get it. That's your experience, and that's and I get that. Um, one, um, older women nowadays speaking from experience, you know, um, we are absolutely a different breed. Um, I definitely uh, wouldn't say that um, that uh, we are in today's time necessarily the type that's going to be cooking and buying. Um, uh, Xbox games and all that stuff. They are. They I, are. They I, are. That was probably during your time. I'll say that. Like, 
And if that's what's happening now, I believe you. I believe you. But there is a there there is a breed of older women that do not have to do that. There are some women that have to do that. They doing it, yeah. You know, and I and I believe that some are, but do not discount the ones that do not have to do that. You know, and so it in the business And also, I want to say about the younger girls, and I've experienced this too, is that they're with older guys. For security, no and, they will pretend, nice and they will pretend like they Always love you, and we are going. You know what I mean? We gonna get married, yeah, boo. We get married, yes, honey. All of this, you know. And, and we don't, that. and we don't mind paying for that. And, and we you don't, don't mind, you, yeah, you we don't, know, we don't mind you, paying for that for less. And long, you know what? Yeah. But I like a good agreement. Yeah, okay, yeah, no, so if it's that thing where you feel like I know that in order for me to have this young chick, I'm going to have to do this and that and the other. Um, you know, I'm going to do a little bit extra and probably what these younger dudes would do for her to keep her, but I'm willing to do that uh, for whatever reasons. That's fine, but that's kind of the same as when you know Jimmy says with these older women that they have to do this, some have to do this in order to have a younger man in their life. The older men are doing that too. Oh yeah, and, and and understand. We always say that no answer is absolute. So yeah, it's gonna be some pay to play. That's yeah, all I'm saying. It's it gonna be some <laughs> Ashley, what you want? Hi, Ashley. Don't don't what you want me. Uh, <laughs> what you want, Ashley? Ashley, I guess Ashley was getting the crunk in the in the comments, and now she wants to. <laughs> Now she ready to come over. Ashley got to say. I got to hear this. Oh, Ashley's my home. Ashley's my partner. If I want anybody on the story, I promise I got Ashley. I got Ashley keep me keep me level because she argued with me. So I like that. I, I do not argue with you. You are lying. The truth is not in you right now. I man. just I listen, I just give you the uncut truth, huh? That's yeah. what friends are for. We don't lie. We tell we the friend? truth. Are we friends? Of course. Yes. Why can't listen. you say so? Uh uh. No, 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 no. So listen, I was sitting in the comments and I know and, and and I felt like that was an attack on the younger woman. So I wanted to speak from the younger perspective. Um we attack by who? Attack by who? I'm just messing. I'm okay. just messing. Um as far as um stating that well, well, from the younger perspective, stating that we like the reason why we like older men. The conversation is good, by the way. Miss Deja, we thank you for being on here tonight, Hunty. Oh, um, definitely um, enjoying. But um, do, do we feel like the younger women are looking for um, daddy um, dads when we when they date older men? I don't think so. The broken ones, y'all. I'll show Sometimes so, sometimes not. But I, I have friends like that because I have friends from all the, from one end of the age spectrum to the other, you know. And oh. I know the games. That hey, hold on, hold on. I got somebody else coming on tonight too. She, I, I had asked her to to, uh, to uh, come give her wisdom and content as well. Lady K. Yes, sir. Hey, Miss How you doing, Lady K? How is everybody tonight? Yeah, we, we're getting perspectives from everybody tonight. We're getting perspectives. We got married. We had people who've been married for over 20 plus mm -hmm. years. We got people who have raised children. We got people who uh, you know, who uh, operate from like ladies. We got all different types of uh, people on here tonight. And I'm excited to have people on mm -hmm. that. Uh, Ashley, ask your question. Lady K, what we're talking about right now is we were talking about at what age do women, women it's a good age, a mature age to start getting married and whatnot, right? And so then we started bringing up variables about how uh, women mature faster than men, 
And so we was like, you know, women typically mature about 25, men about 32. And so the consensus was, you know, 30s, 20s, all these things. So I asked the question, is that why, the, why we see so many older men with younger women? And so we talked about that for a while, but then the women in the comment wanted to bring up the variable about how it's so many young women that are young men that are attracted to older women. And I thought that was kind of oxymoronic because we just talked about how young men aren't mature. So, but Ashley felt like some people were attacking the younger woman saying that younger women only want to be with younger men, older men for stability or as, but like uh, some type of daddy type of issue or whatnot. And so, Ashley, go ahead and ask your That's question. Not, that is uh, not what I said. Let me, let me go back to something that you... Did you notice, Wait. if you would have stuck around about 10 I more listen. seconds... Hold on, I hold on. If I you listen. stuck around for about five more seconds, you would have heard me say, Ashley, say it in your words so she'll understand. Oh, okay. Praise the Lord, Saint. But this is a question let, let, I do have before, before, before I go into that. <laughs> listen, let me ask this question before we go into that. Does age equate maturity? No, ma'am. Of course, okay. Okay. No, and I asked that. I asked that question. That was the. That was what I wanted to. That was my initial reason for jumping on. Was because people were saying younger women, younger women, younger women. But the maturity level, to me, maturity comes with experiences. That's so right. by me being by me being thirty five. I may have experienced some things that a woman that's 50 may not have experienced. Okay. So my thing is, is that so older men dating younger women may not be necessarily just because of her age. It may still be, air quote, the maturity level of that. So when a person says a younger woman, a man is wanting a younger woman because of X, Y, and Z, it could still be that she's just as mature as the air quote 50 year old woman may think that she is now back to the question that you was telling me to ask do younger women date older men because they may have daddy issues do we think that lady, lady k introduce yourself go ahead and tell we can answer from your point hello everybody i am lady k okay um i i say no ashley i don't think women date older men for stability Generally, stability is a not if you are not stable. I don't care if you if you are not stable, it's bring an unstable person into a stable environment if the older man is stable. So, uh, you hear stories of me and these women spending all their money and drove them into debt. And so, I, I mean, they may they may think that's what they're, doing, but. Uh, no, I know, you know, I'm on here, so y'all know I'm on here for dating younger They married me, but I think that they married me. Because I'm a little coming off, sorry for that, but I wasn't home, I wasn't in a place where I could be. I'll wait and see and put it out there why I think it may be being an older woman. They Older men that I'll put out there while we date them. Why? You want me to say it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to hear it. But your your audio is kind of choppy though. Your your, uh, your your audio is like we're hearing like every third word. I was able to make it out, but can you can you give me a little bit? Is there a way you can fix that a little bit? Okay. Yeah. Y'all go ahead. Let me go get my earpieces. Okay. I, but but I'm waiting on the answer when you come back. I'm waiting on the answer when you come back. 
All right. Okay. All right, go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, a lot of a lot of times it's uh a lot of times it's it's stability in and it's experience. A lot of women look to older men about the experience that they will obtain being with an older man that is stable and has you know financial stability. It's more about women wanting the experiences as opposed to just saying, you know, because he's older, or I'm looking for what, you know, they got, we got different variables. You got a group of women that, that, that got daddy issues and looking for a man to be a daddy. It's just different variables. You got different groups. Exactly. You, nothing is all, all inclusive with everyone, but you got different sections and clusters of different uh, uh, scenarios. But it's a lot of younger women are looking for stability, looking for the experience of being with an older man because it's more stability and just the fact that an older man is a provider and he 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 knows you know they're they're thinking a lot of times in their mind that an older man knows how to treat a woman and that's not necessarily always true no that's not always that's definitely not always true and i want to say this uh and uh uh if if an older man is messing with a younger woman I think he's messing with her because she's mature, Ashley. I don't think he's messing with her because she's I, because remember we said that women mature faster. So right, but but the misconception is is the the way she looks or she's this or she that. Somebody sometimes people don't ever think. I'm not saying all people that a man may want her for her mind instead of what her body looks like. If that makes sense. A lot of a lot of older men want younger women cause uh, the sex, cause of the sex, because <laughs> the younger women's sex is better than a lot of older women. This is not me. Now I'm, you see what I'm talking about, uh, James. I'm right there. How young men are thinking. Not all, uh, but I'm telling you, there's a group of men that's out there saying, "Boy, uh, if I can get me one of them 23 year old with that good, I'm not studying no uh, uh, old woman with menopause." Jesus, you, you see uh, what I'm talking about, James? That uh, what, uh, I, what I just said. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on, DJ, stay there. Lady K, come on, give me your answer now. I'm ready. Okay, uh, a child took off with my headphones, so is this any better? Yeah. It oh, yeah. Um, which question am I answering? My question. You, you said you're gonna tell me the truth. Why older? Why older? Want the younger? I guess you're gonna tell me why older women want younger men. What is, keep it real. Keep it real, Karen. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think that it's like I said that. They want the security, but um, older men bring something to the table that a lot of younger men don't. And that can be experience. And when I was coming back in the room, I heard somebody say experience. A lot of people think that people don't want, our women don't want experienced sex or even just um, know-how. But they do. And there is an element. Okay, the, the younger men bring the aggression. The younger men bring, you know, the stamina when it comes to sex. But the young, but the older men tend to be more experienced. To, to, to be experienced, to, to be to have that experience and to be willing to please. A younger man may tell you he's going to please you, but he don't really know how to please no. you. He doesn't even want to listen to what you're going to tell him on how to please. Right. And the older men don't do that. They they are uh, they listen more. But it's not about stability with money. And nowadays, money comes in all shapes, sizes, colors, and genders. So that's kind of you know it's kind of hard to put um, a a, a label or an age on how stability, as far as money is concerned, how it's going to come. That's good. Okay. Okay. That's good. Deidre. 
I'm asking, I'm asking because you you were kind of answering, uh, Ashley, you were kind of responding to Ashley's uh, comment earlier. So I'm trying trying to see what you were, what you were going to get to on that. Because Lady mm -hmm. K came in right about that time. What were, what were you about to say? I'm just saying, I, I just from my experience, uh, you know that yes, it's some it's a, it's a maturity thing, and there's some relationships where it's just you know it's not like that. But I I do know. I do know all, all sides of all of the, the the variables that go with that, you know. And um, sometimes it is absolutely about money. Um, sometimes it's about sex. Sometimes it's just about it's about um, the uh, ego of the man. Um, sometimes it's about just wanting uh, an easygoing relationship where they feel like they're more in control. You know, I think it's I think it's all of it. You know. Um, but I will tell you, there are younger men out there that know how to please, and oh, no, I, I, I definitely believe that. And uh, I'm saying that the, today's younger men are like not like the younger men that I knew back. In, <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, it's just it's 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 cool. I mean, whatever people choose or whatever they want to do is all right. Um, you know, it's all about what works for you and what works for that other person. And no doubt. And, and at, the, at the end of the day, our, like I said, our conversations are to promote healthy yeah. relationships. And, and at the end of the day, marriage, people are getting married, I mean, getting divorced at a more rapid rate than they're getting married. Mm -hmm. OK, so right. something what something has happened. And this is the question that we're going to switch to now. And people mm -hmm. in the audience, if you all help me out with this one, let, let's switch to this question here. Mm -hmm. Why isn't it? Ash, I'm glad you got on because you you uh, you always say that older people weren't transparent in their marriages and whatnot. But I want to ask this question. Why isn't marriage as attractive as it once was? Why isn't marriage as attractive as it once was? Because you, if you ask a lot of people nowadays, a lot of them have, have gotten to the point now where they say, I'm comfortable single, that I'm single by choice, that I don't have to get married. Married, marriage doesn't validate me. But when we were younger, man, that was the goal. Everybody, you know, everybody, you know, get married, get up, raise a family, you know, do what your parents do, yada, 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 all this. But what do you think? Why do y'all think marriage is not as attractive anymore? And I'm going to start with uh, Lady K. <laughs> I was about to make some notes. Well, hold on. Then go ahead, Deidre. Deidre, Deidre. No, Deidre, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me why, why is a marriage as attractive as it used to be? I think that the values are just different today. Okay. You know, um, there's no value placed on marriage. Uh, I, for one, I believe in marriage. Um, I do wish to have a healthy uh, relationship. And, a, and I, one day I wish to have a, a good marriage where, where um, you know, we both understand the value of, of the relationship and what it takes to make a relationship work. And all of those things, but it's just that the, to, in today's time, it's not promoted. Those values are not promoted. And then, you know, so many people come from broken homes and wow. and um, you know don't really know how to manage a marriage. You know, according to the divorce rate, um, I don't see much really promoting it. You know, I, I don't see I just don't see the value being placed on it. Okay, what about you, Jimmy? Uh, well, first of all, we have lost our roles. We, we, we've swapped roles. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and 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 I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna be I'm not bashing uh women and I'm not bashing men, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. We got too many women trying to build a lot of men up while a lot of men are tearing the next woman down for the next man. We got a we got too ain't nobody healed. See, black folk need therapy. We need trauma therapy and, and counseling, no matter what we say. Mm-hmm. We need therapy. We don't too many women. It's so many women got trauma bonds because we've been cheating. Black men have been cheating and screwing. And we we didn't even we didn't even know nothing about y'all being having low self-esteem. We were just screwing you and going on. We didn't know that you were hurt behind that. So mm-hmm. we got we don't even understand each other. So That's with good. that being said, there are, there are a lot of different variables on both That's sides. Good. Men are not being responsible. We weren't taught how to understand women's emotions, listen to women, understand her feelings. Uh, women are being men. That's good, Jimmy. You see what I'm saying? So it's a lot of things going on. That's good. Ashley, your turn. I think uh, social media and society has um, kind of uh, altered our opinion about uh, being in committed relationships first off and then that leading to marriage. So I believe that um, some of the things that we are watching and seeing um, is kind of uh, has changed that. Um, and like Ms. Deidre said, some of our values, are new. first of all, we don't even know, people are not even talking about values. No. Um, if you don't have anybody um, and I think some people have may, may have said this in the comment. If you don't have anybody um, that is showing you or for you to watch to even mimic a healthy anything, let alone a marriage or relationship, it's kind of hard to follow something else because all you see in front of you is what society is putting out here. We want money, cars, clothes, and all the hoes. Uh. <laughs> yep. That's good, Ashley. That's good, Ashley. Um, Kafira in the comments said that we have P- PTSD, a form of PTSD. She's agreeing with Jimmy. We do. We yeah, do. Absolutely. We have, yeah. I sum it up. Sum it up for us, Miss Lady K. Well, why, I was, why is marriage not attractive anymore? I was scratching things off my list. I definitely agree with everything that everybody has said, but I think too, people make it appear that when you get married, you lose too much. Um, mm. the love and the willingness to go mm. through whatever I have to go through the, with my guy or my my man or my woman it's not there anymore and so people go into marriage looking like okay if we divorce if they go into it thinking if we divorce then I'm going to lose this 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 is going to happen and so you know it, it's already a negative attitude going into it then nothing is sacred in a marriage anymore Wow. We talk too much. We tell all our business. We, you know, everything is on social media. I didn't, and that's been said already. But it's just so mm-hmm. a man is afraid or doesn't want to talk to his wife because at any time it could end up on social media, and and the woman is putting all her business. I know a lot of the women are gonna like me saying it because I'm a woman, but when you see things on social media. Seven times out of 10 is the woman putting the business out. And I talk about that a lot on my page. We have got to stop. It's in my book, Loving Him, written by her. You've got to stop talking so much to other people and talk to our spouse, to our mate. We have got to stop doing it because the minute you do it one time, 
I don't care if you're talking to your mama, your sister, your girlfriend, you do it one time and your husband, your dude hears you talking, he has shut down from you for a very long time. If, if you ever talk to him. I got one more thing to say to that, to that narrative on top of what Lady Kay is saying. There's another narrative uh, that now, now let me say this. Men are awake because what men are saying is, what is the benefit of the man in marriage? All right. All right. I can, I can pay for, I need a woman to give me something that money came back. I can pay for clothes mm -hmm. being clean, food being cooked, sex being given. What do you have other than that that will inspire me to say, what is the benefit? Because see, men are saying, I lose my money. I lose my friends. I lose my space. I lose my time. I might lose my damn mind if she's not the right <laughs> You see that? But Jimmy, but Jimmy, you are you are saying exactly what Lady K was saying earlier. People right? go into the marriage thinking that they're losing all these things. When you go in, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, Ashley. Yeah, I Hold on, wait. Okay, wait. So if, if you go into something, anything with that type of with any type of negative mindset, and I'm not saying what you're saying is negative, but if we go in with I'm going to lose all these things because you don't have to lose all that. You still can have your guy time. You still can have your girl time. You still can have your money. We might have more money, but you still can have all of those things. So if you go in it with that, I, to me, that's a false narrative, then you're going to fail every time because you've already set up these uh, expectations of what you're not going to have because you've gained a partner. It's a partnership and she's your help me. You should gain more. Well, it sounds good, but what I'm telling you is what we have seen. <laughs> <laughs> see all that sound. See all that sound real good, Ashley. But what I have, what we have seen, oh, that's up with what you're saying. All together. I'm not saying that there are not good marriages. I'm not saying that. Don't get on here talking about Jimmy said it. It ain't nothing. Don't do that. But what I am gonna say is oh, that men are awake, and we trying to figure this thing out because what we have been seeing is that the men have been coming out on the bottom end every time because 80% of the women leave the relationship first. So men are trying to find out what is the use? What what benefit if you're going to leave any damn way and take my money and put me on Take my money. Is it? Where's this 80%? Is this, a, is this a true statistic? No, that, that's true. 80% of black women leave the relationship. Maybe one thing okay. about Jimmy Hinton, Jimmy Hinton going to always give you statistics and facts. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Let me say this. Let me bring some balance to this. Let, let, let me bring some balance. Kafira, you're giving some good stuff over there in the comments. She said, because uh, we were talking about what do women, add, what do what, what, who brings the value? She said you, it should be peace and increase, which is gained in any relationship. You should always have peace and together you all should be in, should be increasing. And this we're not and sometimes understand we although we talk about what is a lot of times we're also highlighting what should be or what's mm -hmm. supposed to be okay so mm -hmm. don't we i think sometimes sometimes we get so convoluted and confused and get so confused with what is and and and, and we go and, and it causes us to go into relationship with these preconceived notions now i heard uh i heard uh jim hagee jim hagee uh is that his name uh pastor jim hagee john hagee john hagee pastor john hagee he uh he he did a uh an illustration of marriage that i thought was the best illustration that i have ever 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 heard 
in my life. He said a good marriage is like uh, making mashed potatoes. He said you take okay. two very individual potatoes, right? And they're very individual. You skin the <laughs> potatoes, you get the eyes out of the potatoes, you put them in hot water, uh, you turn the heat on, well, you turn, put them in water, turn the heat on, and then eventually the heat from the water uh, causes the potato to transform, right? It gets softer. And once it gets softer, then you take a spatula and you start hitting those potatoes with the spatula, right? And when you hit it enough, eventually the potatoes begin to lose their identity because they look just like each other. You know, they begin to mesh and, 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 and conform to each other. A good marriage is the same way. Trials, tribulations, experience, all those things represent the hot water, right? And we represent the two potatoes. And once that hot water gets on us, it causes us to transform, not apart, but it co should cause us to transform together. And once mm -hmm. we look just alike, then we have a successful marriage. That's when the two become one whole con concept, right? But we mess up and we have these preconceived notions. We have these worried about, is she going to take my money? Or worried mm -hmm. about, is he here for, and uh, does he have an ulterior motive? Or worried about uh, when when is the uh, when is the shoe, the shoe going to drop and he's going to start cheating on me because my last Negro cheated on me. So how how do we get beyond that and start working towards having that in, uh, uh, losing that individualism in a sense to gain this partnership, if you will? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Somebody help me out with that. <laughs> That's right. I want to. I think. Go ahead. I, what it, we need to define what a partner is is the two people don't really lose, and this is about James. They don't lose their identities because, and when you because when you start trying to cause people to do that, that's when a whole lot of conflict begins because you will always be you. I will be me. God never when I stand before God in heaven he's not going to ask me what our husband I ever had did. That's not we don't that's be. That's an Arkansas word and. Yeah that's an Arkansas hey. word. That's an Arkansas leave, word. Folks leave Arkansas where they ain't from here. Into Arkansas and uh, Nebout those are Arkansas words. Go, go ahead. <laughs> but but there is a conforming, and that's what people don't want to do. They don't want to compromise. They don't want to conform to each other to make the match. With I love that. I never, I listened to him. I never heard him say that. But I really love the, the analogy. But you have to allow people to maintain their identities because it's in their identities that their purpose is fulfilled. So, Can I clarify that statement first before you do that? Because... I'm not saying I'm not saying that that we should lose our identity. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that a good me, as Jimmy always says, a good healthy whole me, that identity that identity is what yes. comes together to be conformed Love into it. who we become. I think these two identities are the foundation for the conform conforming that's going to take place. Does that make sense? Yes, I like that. I like okay. that. What were you gonna say, Ashley? I heard you in the background. Oh, I didn't have. Uh, uh I wasn't gonna say anything. Actually, I just thought that the the breakdown that you gave was fine was fine enough. So I didn't have anything to say this time. Okay. Anybody <laughs> else? Anybody else want to comment on that? Because we because we're talking about why marriage isn't attractive. And 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 Deidre, you brought up a good point. You said that the values aren't promoted, and so 
what that would make me that the, my inquisitive mind would make me question why aren't the values promoted because now y'all know those that, that have followed me for a little while y'all know i've done shows on the plot to destroy black families and all those types of things right and then you know we all see the uh, the agendas that are going on in the world you know they're trying to i mean th certain things coming out of closets i ain't saying things certain people coming out of closets and you know and these other values are being promoted but healthy heterosexual values are not being promoted anymore. Why is that, Jimmy? Well, you know, uh, I'm gonna let go ahead, Deidre. Deidre had something I saw. Her. Go so ahead, within, Deidre. The, within the marriage, you mean within the marriage context? No, no within society. Why aren't I'm just saying before oh. we even get to marriage? That's why we're not we're not getting to marriage because they're not promoting healthy marriages. We where I mean, where are and I'm being I'm being facetious, but I'm being very serious. Where mm -hmm. are Heathcliff, Heathcliff and Claire at? You know what I'm saying? Where are Carl and what was Carl Winslow's wife's name? Miss Winslow. I forgot her name. Uh, whatever. Harriet. Yeah, Harriet. Where, where Harriet and Carl at? Even uh, Damien uh, Wayans and Tisha Campbell. You know, they we mm -hmm. we saw good families even on TV. You know what I'm saying? Examples we saw of good relationships. Good relationships. What's being promoted nowadays of what I see is is the, the gay agenda. You know, that is the order of the day. And I'm a very liberal. I'm a very liberal person. I feel that, you know, whatever you choose to do with your life and how you want to live it, um, that's absolutely your your uh, prerogative. However, um, that is just not the order of the day. Um, those things are just not being promoted. That is not in style. You know, um, it is about live your best life the way you want to live it. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's just not about values. It's not, it's like everybody's, you know, everything they've been carrying and all of these things, you know, they, and we also have to remember too, these people behind the scenes have these same lifestyles that are being promoted mm -hmm. um, to the public, That's you it. know? So that is, that is what's going to be put out there. You know, it's in trend now. It's about what's in style. It is, it's, it's, you know, and also uh, these people feel like they haven't had a voice or they haven't had that same kind of, yes, okay, there are also people living um, um, in same sex, uh, yeah, living in same sex marriages and same sex relationships. And those are also relationships. And just like the Claire Huxtables and the Tisha Campbells and the, and the traditional heterosexual relationships, there are also these same sex relationships and they are not being promoted. We also are here. And I just think that that is just a narrative of the day. Jimmy? Well, you know, we as a black race, we never have had any values, morals, and standards. We've been, we've been, we've been just from the hip ever since we came over here. We've no, had to establish our own set of values <laughs> and standards. <laughs> But are we not talking about we? Okay, so you you bring up I mean, a, you bring up a good point, Jimmy. That is an excellent excellent point. Um, had he mentioned, is this about black people or white people? I, I'm not ever Hispanics or or Asians. I don't. I'm not. I'm not ever in life talking about no other race but Negroes. That's not. That's what we. Okay. Okay. With that being said, can we expound on that now that he's clarified? Is that what is? Is it okay if I expound on that? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. 
So I will say this, so since we're, we're mentioning that with Black people, because of course, you know, those that's the only race of people we can relate to um, in terms of just the inner workings of, of ourselves. So um, I will say that from uh, generational curses, this goes back to generations and generations. That's of what I was trying to get to. We are the only race of people that have been disenfranchised in terms of losing our families, in terms of losing our identities, um, in terms of during slavery, if you think about the impact of having um, um, our men on sex farms and slave masters had their way with them uh, sexually, of black men being sexually abused um, um, in front of their families uh, by slave masters, uh, have right. making black men have sexual intercourse with them with in, with the, with each other, you know, during slavery. Um, uh, you know, and all of these things, then, then yes, I will say yes, we have, uh, we have really no, no idea. Um, and then this, this is, is still coming back to haunt us today. And, and, and it's, it's really, really sad uh, to have all of those things going against us. And then that on top of it, uh, because it's not that I know of um, in our uh, African history lineage that where homosexuality, homosexuality uh, is promoted in this way. And I'm not bashing anybody's sexual uh, preference, but I do think that we should be able to freely talk about it without this whole uh, cancel, this whole cancel because and what do you mean and all of it. I mean, let's talk about it, you know? Yeah, see so the I, big, I'm, I'm sorry, Deidre. No, no, go ahead. See, the bit, this is this what be tripping me about about black folk in these churches on every corner. Mm -hmm. We swear up and down homosexuality is the greatest sin, but you got mm -hmm. more homosexuals in all the churches practicing homosexuality. But then, but then, soon as the biggest sin everybody want to talk about from the churches, homosexuality. Well, who said that that was the standard? They going by that Old Testament. That's Old Testament. God has applied grace. So being gay ain't no different than a man being a whore. Of course not. Okay? It's exactly. no different. So and so we did, but that's the agenda. The world is pushing this gay agenda from the highest levels. Okay, it's yeah. coming down. It's been in the music industry. Now it's coming down from the pol politicians, from the government itself. Okay, so it's a, it's a, it's the world. It's the world. It's Satan's world. The Bible says it's Satan is the prince of the power of the air. So all his weapons are going forth in the world. This is why we're having the issues we have as it pertains to relationships in our race. I, and listen, and 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 Deidre, you since you went there, and, and I'm glad you did. I, I, that's 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 my stuff right there. And mm -hmm. uh, and and Kafira, you hit you you uh you you mentioned it over there in in the comments. You brought up Willie Lynch's letter, and when you look at Willie Lynch's letter, everything in that letter was about dis, uh, decimating and controlling the black family. It was, and and, and he uh, he even said, "I don't like to say the word, but it's, I mean, we, I guess we can." But he said, "I mean, they, his letter was how to break a nigger. Nigger, that's what his word was. I don't like to use that word, but mm -hmm. he broke. He said how to break a nigger. That's what he was, and 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 who did he use?" To complete this agenda, he used the black female the black, because the black she was the strongest one in the family. She had the she had she gave birth to the child. She raised the boy, and she said he basically said that he would reverse their roles. He would teach she would teach her daughter to be psychologically independent, uh, uh, but she would reach raise her son to be mentally weak, but he mentally strong. He, so he, could go, he could go take out the trash. He can go cut the yard. 
but he ain't gonna sit there and figure out how to you know something mentally how to work it out in his mind you know what i'm saying so and then he even said as far that he went as far to say that by the age of 16 if she's done it right that he would already be broken <laughs> and he and his, his learning would basically stop at 16 and the, and that they would have a worker for life you know why because they were it was all about money for them it was yeah. all about chattel slavery it was about this woman and this man can he keep having babies and as long as he, they keep having babies these babies will end up being workers and all these kind of things but in order for this to work the man the boy has to stop at the age of 16 and then according to willie lynch and kafira kafira you can help me if i'm wrong on this one but he yeah. said that as long as we do this right she'll stand guard for us yeah that's what he said I he mean, said she will stand guard for us and right. so there's so much enmity between men and between women and he's basically saying she'll stand guard for us and sisters i'm not pointing the finger because i don't like i told you I, I like to discuss i don't like to debate but who works most of the government jobs hmm. black female right. who works most of the corporate jobs in america it's not black males it's black female why because he's saying that you're going to stand guard most of us ain't gonna do that <laughs> And we're considered to be unsuccessful if we don't. Right. Okay. We're supposed to become, what, go ahead, Lady Karen. I just was going to ask the rhetorical question, but since we know this, and so since so many of us have read the Willie Lynch letter, why are we still standing guard? And when I say we, we the black female, why are we maintaining that place when now we know better? Be quiet, Jimmy. They got. We're gonna let them answer this question. Oh, hey, oh, I'm done, I'm, 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 Jimmy. I'm muting you and I'm muting myself. Sisters, answer the question. I'm done. I ain't saying nothing. It's, con it's, it's conditioning. Wait, give me the question again. I'm sorry. The question is: since so many of us black females have read the letter, we know what the letter says. Why uh -huh. are we still standing guard? Why are we still in that place? Why are we trading our black men for money? Because the Willie Lynch letter is working. It's working. Everything that they said that they're doing, it is, it's working. Why? And it, it has been going on for uh, decades, you know? So it, it, it is ingrained in our uh, psyche. It's there, you know? Uh, and why? it's working, just like we can't come together to do anything, but just why? like the whole hmm. life. My question is, why? And to everything you're saying, why? As long as we read yeah. at a 40 some years, I know of, we've been hearing about them. Why is it still working? Because it's ingrained in our psyche. It okay. is mental conditioning from slavery times because, you know, that the, 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 everything they speak about in those letters, that is what is happening to us today. It is working. This thing that they're telling us to do, it, 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 they have to stop beating us. They have to stop with their running away. That's not working. We got to get into their head, right? So yeah. it's working. It has worked. It has prevailed. Just like black men don't tend to protect the black woman, you know, what's said. And just like uh, we can't come together as a people to get certain things done. Just like we can't do this. We can't do that or whatever. Yes, we have the power to change it. But knowing where it stemmed from and knowing that this was a plan all along, <clears throat> No, it's how we start to fix it. Some, you know, how many people don't know about the Willie Lynch letters? You know, this kind of conditioning, this psyche, and a lot of people, especially not that you know, a little bit of a digression, especially our, our our African brothers and sisters, don't even know a lot about slavery. You know, so 
It's just that that it 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 has worked. And with our men being incarcerated, with the emasculation of our black men um, by whatever means, you know, so we've had to shoulder a lot of that burden. You know, we've had to look out. We could not count on our men. So it is still the same way today because of the generational um, curses that has been uh, placed upon us. So I think that it I think that it still remains the same or has remained uh, the same for so long is because of the percentage of people that um kind of grew up in the mindset and how people continue to teach it. Now, now that we are air quote what people call woke, um many people are trying to change the narrative, trying to do the work. But mm-hmm. it's not just like it took so many years for us to get to this point. It's not going to change overnight. But a lot of to me, what the change is happening is with the younger generation, not yeah. not as much as with the older generation, because yeah. a lot of the older generation is kind of what we call stuck in their ways. And mm-hmm. so it was it's been working all of this time for them. So they feel like there's no need to change. So in my opinion, the reason why um yeah, Miss Karen, we know, um, even with us younger people trying to teach some of the things that we know that they may not have known, it's still hard for older people to listen to the younger generation because they feel like we don't we haven't lived enough to be able to tell them anything. Yeah, so, and they don't understand this is a technological <clears throat> age where as information you cannot hide things uh, the way that you used to. And I agree with you, Ashley, there is definitely, uh, an information revolution going on where these, this younger generation is not having it. Um, they are, they want the truth to be known, to be exposed. And this system here in America, you know, this whole antiquated, uh, system that, that is, it, it's, it must be preserved at all costs. It's, it's hard to do that, you know, and change is going to come. And it is also written, that this change is going to come, you know. It, it is, it, and it's beautiful. I, I love to see it. Um, it's amazing. Let, Absolutely. Let, let me say this. I'm coming from another angle. <clears throat> As we're talking about uh, why the why our uh, race has had so many problems, and it's and, and I'm going to put the see. I got to put the onus where the responsibility has to fall. And if we're going to talk about where it really started, let's start with the church. The church is the first line of duty. The church is where we're supposed to teach the women how to treat the men and the men how to treat the women. The church is where we're supposed to have the morals, the values, the standards, and the boundaries. And we don't have, to. in today's society, we got a bunch of lead, sorry-ass religious leaders that want to do nothing but a bunch of hooping and hollering, taking folks' money, talking about telling them a bunch of false hope, God on the way with your blessing, and all this foolishness the Negroes in the pulpit doing. The problem is starting with the church. That's where all Negroes get started out at. They come to the church house. So it's the Negroes in the pulpit with all of that false religion that they've been teaching. They they never taught the men to be faithful because they ain't faithful. They never taught the men to be men because a lot of them ain't men. So it's a lot of, it's it's starting from the pulpit with me. I'm starting right from the religious leader. They don't. They want to be. They want to be leaders until it's time to talk about leading. What about leading these men to be faithful? What about leading these men to quit lying? What about leading these men to quit being hoes and homosexual? That's uh-uh. where it needs to start right there. 
Well, what about the fact that our religion anyway didn't start with Christianity? That started yeah, absolutely. there. Absolutely. So we're going to base there's a point to what I'm saying though James what I'm no, saying I, is I agree with, you I agree start, with, off, I you start you. out not... in a lie if you start out in a lie you know lies beget lies so that's all I'm saying and I'm no, not no, saying no I, God doesn't exist and I'm not saying that the Lord I don't want it because you start talking about religion people automatically get up in arms you're not supposed to and it's like I say you question everything that you are curious about. Question it, okay? Absolutely. Because if you go back and study history, it's like where religion has been used to control black people for the Absolutely. longest. Absolutely. Saying, Absolutely. I'm just saying that's, that's that, get that, lies. And if you and are that's not- That's the point I'm trying to make. That's the yeah. point I'm trying to make because, I mean, I, I wasn't finna say, say that you were wrong or anything of the sort. I'm not gonna say that Jimmy's wrong, but I say the responsibility starts with you. If Barna and Associates, George Barna and Associates says that one in six people in the world go to church. Mm -hmm. One in six. So that means five out of six don't. So mm -hmm. if five out of six don't, then you can't blame the church for the five out of six that don't. No, no, I'm no, not, no, no. I'm, I'm still making a point. Hold on. So, so it's not five out of six. So I tell people all the time because I mean, it's it, the church is an easy target. So we can always go and point the punch the church and do all that kind of stuff. But before you can become a good member, what's the first two letters of the word member? Me, me, me. I gotta become a good me if I don't ever make it to church. So if you ain't, what, huh? If you ain't got, if you don't have no family with no church background, if you don't have no family that's being taught uh, spirituality, see you, you going a whole nother. You going, a, you taking a whole nother level. You no, straight. You took, it, you took it this way. You, you no, blaming I the church. With church. Yeah, you blaming the church for what for for, for individuals for people. And no, those people I'm, make bad decisions. Well, see, the church is hid in your heart. So, I mean, if we go there, then it it, it still is self accountability. It, it's, because that's, that's all we're I'm just saying. assembling in the building. It's all self accountability. At the end of the day, you got to make a good decision for you. You got to make, and and that's where the, that's where as as we've said earlier in the, earlier tonight, we've compromised our values. Man, I know a whole lot of good people that don't go to church. I do too. I know a whole lot of people that got a whole bunch of good values that don't go to church. So and I'm not depending. On, listen, I'm mean, hold on. I'm not depending on the church uh, to to uh, like I said. We the church is such an easy target, and as soon as we start talking about the church, this church that then the whole comments light up with the amens and all this kind of stuff because we had a couple of bad experiences in church. But that ain't everybody's experience. That's your experience, and I get that. And so, with that being said, my point is. Taking all of that out of it, do all you can to become a better you, whether it be self-help books, whether it be meditation, whether it be whatever you do to become a better you, do that. <laughs> and okay. then you're prepared to, to be in a relationship or whatever. How do we even get on this subject, right? Because I wasn't even talking about churches. What were we doing? How you what? Whole brother Jimmy, brother Jimmy, brother Jimmy, always making a left, making a left turn on me. I mean, we can't talk about we can't talk about the demise of these Negroes without talking about the Negro Church. We can talk about the demise of Negroes by just talking about bad Negroes. How about talking about the How about the time? How about talking about the demise of Negroes? We're talking about the bad leadership because it wasn't bad. You got bad political leaders. You got bad leaders on jobs at you home. Know, you see church, yeah. You got it, it. Ain't just at church. I never said that. But you. But that's who you highlighted, though. You didn't highlight nobody else. I and know. You, I, you said, I, said, I said. I said. 
Kurt what I said was, target. I'm going to add, I said I'm going to add to that. Kurt is an easy target. What you going to say, Lady Karen? With some I, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Jimmy said. Thank you. It starts, we can say it started with the church because basically the church was the forefront of where everybody was, you know, I looking heard him. to. So, I heard well, him. you what you didn't say that though. You said he I blamed it all on the church. I you weren't listening though. Did you, you listen? <laughs> I, was, I heard you don't have to clarify Jimmy's statement. I heard what Jimmy said. I heard him. Very you don't well. want nobody to hold you accountable. Okay, no, I'm, 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 I hold myself accountable. Okay, <laughs> I, I spent time in that mirror. I told you that I hold myself. Mm -hmm. I, don't nobody hold me more accountable than I hold myself. Believe me, I'm, I'm harder on me than anybody. Anyway. I in order for us to get to the healing part, we just have to know who we are from in the first place. I think that's, that's the key thing. And then when you get away from who you are in the first place, then you are getting caught up because you never knew who you were in the first place. You don't know where you came from in the first place. You don't even know how you're really wired because someone told you how you're going to be wired, right? right. Somebody yeah, taught yeah. you how you're going to be wired. In this thing, okay. So then you're really operating off of at the end of the day off of somebody else's frequency anyway. You don't even know what you're does that make sense? Like even with this religion, with who we are as black people, all of this stuff, we're not knowing who we are. We don't even know what blood runs through our veins or none of that. You don't know who you like. If you didn't know who your father or your mother was, then you're operating in certain ways and you don't even know why you're right. doing it. This is all exactly. I'm saying. You're disconnected. We are disconnected. Absolutely. And we, what were you going to say, Lady Karen? You raised your hand a minute ago. You raised your hand and started trying to talk a minute ago. What were you going to say? <laughs> Don't cut me off, Jay. I didn't cut you off. You were Jay. Lady, lady, lady. You were, hold on. This, this, let me tell you how this is. This is how I cut you off. What are you saying, Lady Kay? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask whoever gave the statistic a minute ago, and I really think it was you, James. Has it always been that? Oh, has it always been one in five people go to church in America? Has it always has the statistic statistic always been that low? One in five. I think you said one in five, didn't you? That's what it was in two thousand and ten. I don't know what it is now. It probably, I'm sure, it probably has gotten lower now since since since, since then. Okay, so so was, follow yeah. follow me just a minute. It does, I would think, and I'm not really into statistics, but I would think it will, it does keep decreasing, which means some of us are hearing and knowing better and doing better. We are making adjustments in our life. We are making um, needed uh, adjustments. That's really what it is. We make, so if we can do that in that area, I'm going to mm -hmm. bring right back to why. Why are we, it's black women. Still being manipulated by the society. Yes, conditioned. But hell, we've been conditioned for how many long years now? And are we making any adjustments? That's, that's, how, that's, cool. that's what I want to know. That's, that's how we keep making excuses for how we do the black man. We keep making excuses for, <laughs> for money over anything that betters them. And I want to know, I was saying this back with Russell on my show, why? Why are we doing that, and when are we going to make adjustments? After, after we, after we heal, you have to heal and go internal, and and know. Watch this, and know your core needs before we can ever have a healthy relationship. You have to have two people that are single and whole 
that means they are healed and they have to both know their core needs before anything, before we go into any relationship, there has to be healing and then you have to know how to deal with yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to have boundaries for yourself, not for a man, not for a woman, for yourself. That's what has to happen. You know what's interesting, Lady K? What's that? Um, I remember um, 2010, I was in college at uh, Beulah Heights University. And I think it was a church history class, if I'm not mistaken. And it, we were getting ready for a final exam. And when we got ready for that final exam, the teacher gave us a study guide. And the study guide had 52 questions on it. Okay. Now, during that, during the lead up to that study exam, me and my wife rode across town when I, I was married at the time. And I memorized all 52 questions. Mm. I memorized it. So when we got to class on the day of the test, you know, it was a study guide, right? 52 questions. Well, guess what the test was? The study guide. <laughs> right. The study guide. So when I took that test, it took me 10, 15 minutes to knock it out because I had regurgitated what I had learned and I had, had learned it, you know, internalized it, right? So I went straight down. Now, I got 50 out of 52 right. The teacher said, come on, James. You, uh, he said, 10 minutes, you would know. He said, he said, go ahead. You, you know the rest. You know. I said, I'm not going to know any more in 10 minutes than I know right now. Now, the sad part about it was is that probably 75% of the people in the class flunked the test. And he told them, you can take it again, but the most you can get out of it is an 85%. They had to forfeit 15 points just to take the test again. My point being, you asked a question. You said, we already know. We've already received the study material. We've already read Willie Lynch's letter. We got all the information. But even though we've been given the information, we still keep flunking the test over and over and over again. When are we going to stop making excuses and start applying the material that has been given to us? Exactly. That's all it is. I... All, all I had to do was learn those questions. It was 52 questions. Learn them. It might have took me a day. might have took me two days. might have took me three days. We had, we've had 400 years, and we were there. We were so close. I mean, back in the 70s, late 60s and whatnot, early 60s, we were singing, I'm black and I'm proud. Say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Say it loud. I mean, we were marched together, holding hands. Look, we shall overcome. We shall overcome. And we had this black unity that we don't have anymore. Right. Because when the fair... When the, huh? Go ahead. When the, because when the Fair Housing Act of 1967 said we could, we did. When they said we could move to other neighborhoods, we did. When they said we could go to their schools, we did. When we did all of those things. But what happened was that linear family structure, that familial structure that we had, it began to begin to be chipped away, chipped away, chipped away. Man out the house. Just keep them out the house. Because if you get welfare, you get to keep them out the house. Medicate your children. You put your children on medication for 18 years and then wonder why they dope heads. But you're gonna get that. Come check. on. But you're gonna get a fit. My mama told me they wanted to give her 50 more dollars on her check to put my one of my little brothers or sisters on medication. 50 more dollars a month. Is your child worth 50 damn? Is their whole being a crackhead now worth the 50 dollars a month you got on your check or the little extra money that you got in your tax returns? 
That's where the sellouts came. That's where the disconnects came. We can talk about all these other factors and all this, but I'm talking about internally, the things that cause us to grow, even the food they caused, the food they gave us access to, the stuff they ate. It wasn't the stuff they were eating. Right. And that stuff was working on us from the inside out. Right? But we were on the finger at the church and everywhere else. Now, point it at yourself. Come on, Dad. You know what, James? 50 freaking dollars. Huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. James, you know, you mentioned, you made a good point. You said, um, when did we, you studied the test. You got the 52 questions. You studied the test inside out, you know, and then, you know, you went in and you, it took you a few minutes to knock it out. Well, in terms of what you're speaking of, um, it, it, it is about programming. And so I think that the healing is really beginning now, but the we had to be just like we, we got programmed to be who we are today. We had to be programmed to change it. And I think the programming started during the civil rights movement and all those times. That was the thing to de that was the deprogramming. I'm sorry. The deprogramming started then. You know, and I'm, and I'm looking like even with the police killings and and all of this stuff, but, you know, all of the it was still going on then. You know, now it's the mass incarceration that's taken the, the place of slavery and and all of that, you know, but it is the deprogram. And then it, and then even with that people now that has been exposed, you know, it is the deprogramming, just like it took the 400 years ago. How much of that, uh, you know, uh, 400 years of slavery, all of that was programming. Right. Yep. 400 yep. years no now. We cannot expect to come in after slavery and just automatically know what to do when someone has been telling you what to think, how what what you think of yourself, how you think of your hair, feeding you these 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 foods, these unhealthy foods, and now we are the most overweight people. You know what I mean? And now we, we're still fighting that high blood pressure, all of these things, which is the conditioning of of uh, the programming we have for 400 years. So I do think that now the deprogramming is beginning, but it it's going to take time. Unfortunately, I think, I, I, think I think it's I think it started to deprogram, but then I think there was a pause, if mm -hmm. that, if you will. You know what I'm saying? I, th I think mm -hmm. the pause. For instance, if 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 mm -hmm. I mean, you can help you can tell me if you agree with this or not. Uh, if we were starting to be deprogrammed for for how we were programmed, because we were programmed mm -hmm. then, and we were talking about black and I'm proud and all that kind of stuff. But then all of a sudden, here comes Fair Housing Act. And here comes all of these other acts that cause us to be divided, then I think that's where the acceleration might have paused. I'm gonna give you an example. Like for instance, George Floyd. George Floyd brought the whole world together. I mean the whole world together. And as soon as we get united, what's the best, what's the next, what's the next hot button issue that keeps us divided? The vaccine. And the vaccine got us so divided between beyond black and white. It's got us, I mean, every corporate and uncorporate, all these types of things. Because it's always something. You know why? Because the dividends are in division. If they can keep us divided, they can always keep us. There's always more money to be made. And, and, and that's just, it always has been that way. So with that being said, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jimmy. No, no, I'm waiting, waiting for you to get through. Actually, I, I think I was done at that point. I said, with that being said, uh, let me see what I was going to say. With, with that division being said, and distractions, I, division I, and distractions. Yeah, that's it's division and distractions that keep. That's good, uh, Deidre. Division and distractions keep us from developing. That's what it all boils down to. Division and distraction keeps us from developing. But in the '60s, and Lady Karen, I know you agree with me on this. We had 
tunnel vision. And we wasn't going to go outside of that tunnel vision. Right. We're not. We wasn't going to go outside of that. But now we're lured by satanic suggestion. We're being programmed by the music we have. I was listening to some of the songs that are out now versus some of the stuff out. Because I was just playing the blues yesterday sitting in the house. I'm listening to Bobby Blue Bland. I'm listening to ZZ Hill. And man, they had meaning behind those words. I mean, they they was they were singing love songs. They weren't talking about just blowing your back out and doing it this many times and being all this sexy. It wasn't, it was literally your eyes. And it, I mean, you think about Anita Baker's song. Uh, what's that song she used to sing? Deidre, sing it for me right quick. Uh, whatever it takes. When we Always new. Not that one. Whatever it takes by Anita Baker. I've already told you. I can't sing like you. Why would you pick the most obscure song? Because the words, I'm I'm picking the words. I've always told you. I agree with you. I do anything. My baby, you've been my best, my only friend. There's nothing like the joy you bring. Man, I wonder what would happen if you would trust in me. I'll make you believe. I'll make you see. No need, baby, to run from me. You sing that to me, man. I'm going to lay down like a kitten. <laughs> but now we got to be. Let me say something, Jay. Go ahead. There was a, what I learned, I learned something long time ago about the cities. You can go down to the city planning commission and you know how people are, if people don't, are not aware that you can go and see these uh, 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 forecasts 10 years down the road of, of what the city going to look like, what they got planned. Uh-huh. We got to understand this is what, this is what the Caucasians did to us. Absolutely. And this is what they're still doing. See, we think they, you think that, Cause you rolled down the street and you saw this new building that they just put that up, or they didn't just thought about that. No, ma'am, no, sir. That was thought about ten years prior yeah. to the building even being erected. And what white folks were doing and still are doing, they're plotting and planning ahead of time. Yeah. And that's what we we've been thinking. Oh man, they just doing this and they no. This was this a this is a strategic agenda and it's still being strategically planned right now they are they are they 20 30 years ahead of what they got for us whether we know it or not oh yeah well i think that you know i would i would just say oh. in terms of the you know the, the white people comment i would say too that it is our responsibility now to and, and i'll tell you just the way things are have just developed um, that that it is it is happening and with the Trump things and just seeing things unfold if you think about it but it is our responsibility to also learn how these things work okay I'm Absolutely. sure that if we learn how to work and there's not a white person in there that could say to us you know when we're up in there asking these questions that we can't tell you that because of you're black or whatever you know we we can learn how these things work so that we can be a part of uh, of the development of the decision making processes. Um, be a part of the the board, vote, and all of these things. And so, just just like now, there are more people of color in government than there has ever been. This That's is how true. I know that it's just things have changed. This is the deprogram the deprogramming is working. You know, so we it's our responsibility to go and, and know about these things, it, so that it doesn't happen that way. That's true, but see that what what I I'm just and we just talking. Yeah. There, there are levels that we can't even get to where white folks are plotting against us. There are levels, there are deeper depths and higher heights. 
And it's just so, it's only so far that 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 we can reach certain just like these laws are coming out. Think about all of the laws that have come out that are going to be have adverse effects on black people as it relates to uh, red zoning and as it relates to voting coming up. We are awake and aware right now. But watch this. Did that stop those laws from passing? Hell no. It depends on what we know. That, that's what that's what and you're and you right and you're saying that it's, it's, it's certain it's it's just certain pockets and certain levels that yeah. we're just not gonna get on until they roll out whatever plan they had against us. I mean, I'm just sorry to say that, and I understand you. what you're saying too. We are we it's certain levels that we don't got up in government, but when them white folks don't want negroes around, what they got going ain't no negroes gonna be around. <laughs> I, I let, 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 let's read a couple of the comments. Uh, first comment, Kafira, uh, Kafira, and inbox me, Kafira. You've been like super, super uh, uh, involved tonight. Inbox me. I'm gonna send you a t-shirt. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a t-shirt. So you inbox me and uh, and let me get your address and your size, and I will send you a t-shirt. But she said a couple of things I want to highlight. First of all, she said, and Lady Karen, this goes along with what you and I both say. I say, how are you gonna do better if you don't know what better looks like? But she said, until people want better they will not be better. And that, that, that does come with a desire. But then she also said something else, uh, and I'm going to read this, and then I'm going to read Craig's comment. She said, if your enemy, here it is right here, if your enemy has the blueprint and knows who they have captive, it's not, it's your, it's not your duty to go seek truth. Qu uh, quantify that for me, Kafira. You said it's not your duty to go seek truth? It's she, not she your duty. She's no, basically no. saying, yeah, oh, no, she said, is it your, is it your, um, is it not your duty? Okay, I read that wrong. Is it not your duty to go seek truth? No. Uh, and I would say yes. Well, I, I think I was, I would say yes. Uh, Craig, let, Craig said something real good. Craig, if I, yeah, Jimmy, we got to get Craig on the show because Craig has a testimony that will, man, that is, that's amazing. He's, it's amazing. If we can ever get him on the show, he okay. used to be one of my members at my church up in Dalton for a little while. I got you. And we met. And I and I really need Jimmy on. I need to get him on here. But Craig said this: when they when they can dictate what is acceptable, they can dictate con to control. Right. Keeping your family structure intact is the goal. And this is what a lot of people don't know: we were our most powerful during the Reconstruction era in history. Absolutely. Do you know why? I'm gonna tell you why. We were the brick masons. <laughs> We were all the skilled laborers, builders. We were the uh, the agriculture, everything. We had the skills. They didn't do those things because we did all the work. So, like he said, during Reconstruction era, we have never been more successful. Freedom allows people to be too independent. Oh, freedom allows people to be too independent when we are all codependent. In other words. We all need each other. Women need men. Men need women. And we come together and we build together. But we've been taught that we don't need each other. Because that's the statement. Every time you hear it, I don't, I don't need, need a man. man. I, don't I don't need a, a man. woman. I don't, we don't need each other Lie. because they try to keep us divided. And I, so, Craig, thanks for that. Kafira, thanks for that. If the enemy had, let's, let's answer her question. If the enemy has the blueprint, is it not our responsibility to go and seek the truth? Is it not our duty to go and seek the truth? I go, say, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Lady K. I just said, I say yes. Okay. I don't care who got the truth. If, if I need to know it, I need to know it, and it's my responsibility to find it out. Mm -hmm. 
That's all I got to say on that. And that's really cut and dry. Anybody disagree with that? No, right. no, not at all. Because of course, the information data, as you know, data right now, there's so much money and just people just wanting data. Just, just data is a thing. You know, information is a thing. Information is is power. Knowledge is power. You know? yep. And you know, these things are going on. Uh, you know, if you look at a building somewhere, you see it going up. And I and and not to discredit or or discount anything Jimmy is saying. I mean, I think he has some valid points. Um, but when that starts happening, it is our job not to sleep. You know, don't sleep on it. Go find out about it. What's going on with that? Why did this happen? You know, um, do the things necessary to go and find out. Because I found that what I've learned is that people have just gotten comfortable with not knowing. As long as in their world, in their corner of this world, in their reality, that's that's what they focus on. You know, not being aware, or I would say they, is what people focus on, not being aware that, you know, everything that goes on outside of that is affecting that little corner of your reality too, you know? So, so, let, so, let's, so let's go back to Lady K's rhetorical question mm -hmm. because it, it, it still holds true. It, it, if we have the study guide, <laughs> can, I, can, I, can, I, can I improvise a little bit with what you said? If yeah. we have the study guide, if we have the knowledge, as you said, we know these, we know that the gun or the knife, well, hell, we, knew, we know the stove is hot. Why we keep going such a stove? And so since we know that the trick is to keep black men and black women divided. Yes. To keep, because we're, I, mean, I don't see other races talking about each other on memes and pointing, at, pointing the finger at each other on Facebook and talking about this sucker ain't no good. And I, I don't see other, they might do it, but I just don't see them. But I, I know I do see us doing that all the time. So if we know that's the case, how do we get beyond it? And as Bishop Simpson says, how do we change the narrative? And we got about eight minutes left, seven, uh, about seven, eight minutes left before we get out of here. So we're going to start. Uh, first of all, with Ashley, are you there? Ashley. All right. So I'm Ashley, here. I was trying to unmute myself. Sorry. Okay. So since so how so we got about eight minutes left before we start trying to wind it down. Nine minutes at the most. Y'all got about two minutes apiece. How do we begin to change the narrative? Since we got since we have the study guide, how do we begin to change the narrative? Um, I think we I think I kind of answered that uh in the beginning. We've all my my generation, air quote is woke with what they say. Um, and so now what we're trying to do now is implement some of the things that have been said by some of the people that we are listening, that we are listening to, to try and be something different, be the change, be the um, people going forward to be able to try to teach some of the people that are looking at us um, how not to make some of the mistakes that have been made over the past couple of years that we can be accountable for. So um, we are now in my, I, I can say that a lot of us do try to hold people accountable for um, different things, different actions um, that could um, in essence take us back to uh, where we're trying to come from, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Deidre, go next. How can we, how can we begin to change the narrative? Apply the knowledge. Apply the knowledge. Apply the knowledge. You know, um, we have to, you know, we get the, the answers to the to the questions. We have it laid out there. Here it is. Here's the information. Then it's about um, implementation, you know, mm -hmm. just just look at it and apply it. But then I will go back to what I said before. 
Um, it is programming. It, you know, that term, well, okay, I'm not going to say that, but I'm saying it's programming. And when you're programmed to do things a certain way for so long, just like when you get on social media, like I'm just, I think James, you said that you're on social, social media and we're, we're, we're talking about each other, like this thing with that, the baby and this, this, his baby right. mother and he putting her out on the, you know, just kind of just dumb ignorant stuff you know that we do it is programming that is how we were programmed to treat each other you know that is how this divide and conquer and all of the, the demise of of us as people that is what it's about divide and conquer break them down let's get inside their head let's let's do some generational do you know how deep it is this is a whole other show, so I'm not going to go all into that. How deep it is when somebody wants to get in your head and deep and, and program you oh, yeah. so that they could take advantage of what it is you have to offer or to oh, yeah. uh, or or to um, keep you from understanding who you really are. That is powerful. Very. We cannot stop the work of making people understand how powerful that there's a reason why. Uh, history, our history is not taught. It's programming. Divide and conquer. We just need to apply the knowledge now that we have it. Lady K? Um, I think we just, really what she said is true. Apply the knowledge. But we got to make the decision. You know, if food is bad, if it's killing us and running us from the inside out, stop eating the food. I mean, it's hard to do, but we have, it's grown people, adults. I'm not talking about asking your grandchildren or your children. As grown people, they have to see us making the hard decisions so they can learn to make the hard decisions. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to do anything that's difficult. We want to blame it on something else. And we have got to make some hard decisions to turn some things around. When we do, when we do, we will see change. It might not change overnight, but it will change quickly. But, you know, those are the things I know, James. That's, I think that's going to be the key. We've got to do some changes in schools, churches, homes, all of that. I tell people literally 20 some years ago, start homeschooling your children. It was five families in the state of Arkansas that was homeschooling when I started homeschooling. Did anybody do it? No. And look, we didn't have to get put in this. We did not. But. We won't make some hard decisions. We could have been 20 years farther ahead when all of this stuff came down, but we don't want to do it. So a hard decision, I'm going to stick to that. A hard decision. Make the hard decisions and do what has to be done. Okay. Do what has to be make hard, make better decisions and do what has to be done. Uh Deidre said that uh, we gotta apply the knowledge. Um, so everybody's making good. Come on, Jimmy, what you got? Yes. Before Everybody's making real good, outstanding comments. But at the end of the day, before any of that can be done, our race has to heal. Our race has to heal. We got too much trauma in our race, unaddressed, unresolved. We've been functioning in dysfunction. Mm. Yep. We have to heal. When you heal, then you can love yourself. When True. you love yourself, you can apply boundaries and have standards and morals. I don't give a damn about we having all the knowledge and we've been exposed and we awaken all that at the end of the day until our race heal. 
as a whole. We got to heal each other. I got to help the black woman heal. And the black woman got to help the man heal. Right, right. I'm sick of We got to heal each other. We got to quit trying to, we got to quit looking for money and programs from other races to help us. We have to take it upon ourselves and heal our race and understand our own core needs and love ourselves so we can love each other. You can't love each other till you love yourself. Black people do not love ourselves. The love of God is not in our race. I promise you. All right. Everybody has given. No, you have to know that you're traumatized. You have to actually know the level, the knowledge of knowing that you're traumatized. Just, just knowing it because operating in dysfunction, like you said, it's, it becomes for us, it is a habit to operate in dysfunction. We like get up and go like this whole pandemic thing threw others out of whack. Okay. It was like the end of the oh, world. But for us, it's like, oh, it's a whole, here comes another hurdle. You know what I mean? We're just going to get over it like we do everything else. So that Sweep is... it under the rug. We got to heal. Black men and black <laughs> women got to heal. That's it. Ain't nothing else behind. We can't do nothing till we heal each other. Nothing. All right. So, uh, Lady Miss Kafira said we can definitely change the narrative. It starts by being real with who you see in the mirror. Definitely starts with who you see in the mirror. So, uh, uh, Craig Wilkinson says sick people spread sicknesses and i say and i agree with what everybody said because there is no one answer everything starts with a foundation healing is definitely one of those foundations but i think one of the ways we do heal is that we first of all that we all as black men and black women have to reconcile i think black men need to say i'm sorry and mean it i think black women need to accept our apologies and then say they're sorry and mean it and then once we do that, once we can forgive each other and truly forgive and understand what forgiveness is, forgiveness don't mean it doesn't mean that you totally absolve the offender. You just place the hurt in a place where it doesn't really affect you anymore. And as long as the hurt is in a place where it's still affecting you, then you're not healed. So you need to get healed. So we need to be restored and we need reconciliation. Y'all great conversation tonight. Ain't no love in the city. Ain't no love in the city. Ain't no love in the city. So we need to figure out, Deidre, how we're going to get back home. Uh, we got to figure out how we're going to have uh, healthy relationships, uh, interpersonal relationships, all kinds of relationships. We got to work on having healthy, healthy relationships. Deidre, I thank you for filling in for me hey, at the last know. minute tonight. Lady K, I thank you for filling in at the last minute tonight. You came in with that wisdom. Jimmy, you're always consistent, and I appreciate y'all. Y'all, let me tell you this. I appreciate Jimmy and Ashley because they've been on with me every week, every week, on time. Jimmy's usually here five minutes early. <laughs> Ashley is here on time, and she'll be multitasking and still making sure she gets it done. Mm -hmm. She had other things going on tonight, but she was still making sure, holding it down in the comments, and then she made time to come on the show. And I I joke with y'all. I might argue with you a little bit. I might do all push back a little bit, all that stuff. But I love you for real. And I wouldn't. And honestly, if I don't push back or argue with you, I don't rock with you. To be honest with you. If I if I do this right here, we love you back. I say okay. <laughs> I'm done. I probably ain't talking to you no more. That little pushback mean that I really do like you. So it's all good. Hey, but y'all see that scrolling across the middle, across the bottom? That means on the path to better. All of us. We're on the path to. Yeah 
better. Whatever you're doing, you want better relationships. You want better jobs. You want to be in a better uh, financial situation. You want to put yourself in a better position. We're all on the path to better. And uh, we need to make sure that we're doing that. If you don't, if you need any merchandise, any hoodies or sweatshirts or t-shirts or anything, reach out to me. Uh, I see, uh, ask, I mean, uh, Jimmy is in uniform tonight. He has his shirt on. I'm going to make sure I get Deidre one soon. Look at Lady K. Let me see what it looked like in the late. Oh, shuck, late. she got the tape. Yeah. I see you. I see you. And uh, Ashley has her a couple of shirts and a couple of, and a hoodie. So I know she's in uniform. So Deidre, we'll get you one soon. Uh, Kafira, reach out to me. Come, come in my, I mean, send me an inbox. Let me know your size. Let me know your address. And I am going to send you a shirt for being so uh, involved in the conversation tonight. Listen, we do this every Monday night at 10 o'clock. We're probably going to be through with this conversation. We'll probably move into something else next week. Um, man, I don't, we got so many variables out of this conversation tonight. When I go back and listen to it, I'm sure we can find something that we can uh, continue to expand this conversation because that is the goal. That is the goal. I appreciate y'all for real, man. I ain't, I'm, I'm, I'm not playing. I really do appreciate y'all and I love y'all. And DJ, don't be mad at me. Don't call me after the show trying to cuss me out because I'm, <laughs> I'm muted you. I would person. never you do that. Person, like, you're the first person to ever get <laughs> muted on this show. No, Jimmy got muted one time. Too. <laughs> I got muted? <laughs> you, didn't know, you didn't know I muted you? She didn't mother, even know it. No, nah, because so, I lips, know, was lips, still talking. Her lips were moving <laughs> like a wet, but I had muted her a long time ago. But uh, I, did, I did it smooth. You, right know, what? you know what? Yeah, I'm calling you. I'm calling you. I'm, gonna, I'm not answering no phone in the calls tonight. Mm-hmm. I promise. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm not, look. I'm gonna start my devotion tonight. I gotta talk to God after this. Call. You I'm, ain't finna fry no chicken. Not tonight. No, I ate spaghetti earlier. I got some crunchy. Wow. I got you some ate. Be- you ate before the live. Yes, and it it, yeah. and it actually stuck to my bones tonight. Hallelujah! So, but I am gonna eat. I am gonna eat some crunching much or something like that <laughs> to get me out of here tonight. I mean, I am gonna eat some crunching much. We're gonna need you to get some. We're gonna need you to get some peanuts or something. You know, we're trying to get you to preserve that sexy for one of these young women. Well, when I meet a woman yeah. who comes in and helps, when, when I meet a woman who comes in and starts to help me change my diet, I'll be, I'll be, I'll welcome that whole. Here she, here she is right now. I'm trying to help you before the uh, before your help may come, Jimmy. I'm, you said I changed the subject right quick. Jimmy, tell them, <laughs> tell them when your show come on, Jimmy. When your show come on. I come on uh, Wednesday and Friday mornings at 9. I'd appreciate it if all the women would come in and we can... You, you don't know, want me in the car? Well, the men going to come in in the background anyway. We got to get the women right. Men follow women. Okay, so, that's true. That is true. That's true. That's the women. I love the women. So y'all, I'm on Wednesday morning and Friday morning at 9 a.m. Y'all come get a word from God. And so we can get this healing and get this right, get these right outputs so y'all can get the right man. Lady K, when your show come on? I'm on Tuesday night, 7 to 9, and pretty much every day I'm on at some point during the day. Okay. So y'all, y'all need to follow them, follow them and y'all can get more of uh, more of this. And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start another show on a Tuesday night. I'm working on something right now. It's going to be a little bit different audience, but uh, I'm going to do something on Tuesday night. And I think we're going to start out with the Colin Kaepernick saga. I want to I want to break down the dynamics of that docu series. So if y'all haven't gone to watch that yet, watch that Colin Kaepernick and black and white thing. That's that's a good little saga. DJ and I talking about something on that. But it's been real tonight, y'all. It's twelve oh one. Everybody that uh, I appreciate y'all. As I leave y'all every week, I always say the same thing, and I want you to keep this in mind. The world is changing. Why do you remain the same? Have a good night. 
And we'll talk to y'all next time. Be good. Bye. Bye. Out of here, coach.